Hello and welcome to Judas Roar Podcast. My name is Jordan Griffith. I'm a minister and it is my prayer that this podcast helps you grow in your relationship with God. Walk with me through the garden of relationship as I share with you the words that the Lord has put on my heart and I pray that the messages are a blessing to you. Hello everyone, this is Jordan and I'm going to be talking today about what I call the Jabez Factor. Jabez was a man in the Bible who prayed an extraordinary prayer. It's not as well known as the Lord's Prayer, but I think it's significant and I think it's really important in the times that we're living in to understand the anointing of a territory taker. And Jabez certainly was. Uh, my scripture comes First Chronicles uh, chapter four verses nine through ten. It says, and Jabez was more honorable than his brethren, and his mother called his name Jabez, saying, because I bear him with sorrow. And Jabez called upon the God of Israel, saying, Oh, that thou would bless, wouldst bless me indeed, and enlarge my coast, and that thine hand might be with me that thou wouldest keep me from evil, that it may not grieve me. And God granted him that which he requested. First Chronicles chapter 4, verses 9-10 through 10. So, pretty powerful prayer. So let's talk about his name just a little bit. His mother shouldn't have named him that. That name followed him around until he prayed the above prayer, which we'll talk about later. But I can imagine that his mother's words rung in his ears like an evil prophecy. And what his name means is he will cause pain or he makes sorrowful. You know, so that's kind of almost like saying you'll never amount to anything. You're good for nothing. All you're going to do is cause people a lot of pain. You'll never finish school. You'll never be good enough. And speaking some very negative things over his life. And as a mother and a father, we shouldn't do that. And Rachel almost did this with one of her children uh, had Jacob not intervened. She wanted to call her son, who also was very hard to deliver so much so that as she named the boy she was dying, Benani, which means son of my sorrow. Jacob, of course, changed his name from Benani to Benjamin, or Benjamin, which means son of my right hand. So Jacob didn't want Benjamin to be named son of my sorrow. He wanted him to be named something powerful. So he changed his name. And so one one of the takeaways I think that we have to learn from this right off of the bat is to stop speaking that type of stuff over your kids. Stop speaking heart problems and allergies and family dysfunctions and this ran in the family so you'll probably have to deal with it too. Stop speaking that over your seed. Your words have power. The Bible says life and death are in the power of the tongue and those that love will eat the fruit thereof. So... If you don't want that seed to continue to produce fruit, the seed of bad health, the seed of allergies, the seed of family dysfunction, then stop planting the seed of family dysfunction. If you're, uh, you know, if you're constantly planting apple trees and you're complaining because all you get is apples when you want pears, then change the seed that you're planting. If you're tired of bad stuff happening in your life or in your family's life, then stop planting the seed. Plant something else. 
my generation, my uh, my children are going to be blessed. My grandchildren are going to be blessed. They're going to have finances. They're going to have good help, uh, health. They're going to operate in the prophetic. They're going to operate in the ministry. They're going to go farther than I did. They're going. The, the hand of the Lord is upon them. You start speaking those things over their life. You know, and we we could go back into James and talk about the about how the tongue is like the rudder. It's a very small part of a ship, but it guides the whole direction of that ship. So we want to be heading in the right direction, and it's not too late. The Holy Spirit just dropped this in my spirit. It's not too late for a course correction. It is not too late to start speaking good over your life. Amen. So anyway, stop pronouncing that they're going to be trouble or she'll never come to Jesus. They'll never leave alcohol alone. What you proclaim is the son of your sorrow could be the son of your right hand. The right hand of power, the right hand of authority, and the extension of your godly influence. So a little bit more about Jabez. Jabez was the head of a Calebite family, a descendant from Caleb. So this is important because... Caleb, Caleb's father was from the tribe of Judah. So Caleb is from the tribe of Judah. The tribe of Judah, the name Judah means praise. And I think it's interesting that uh, the tribe of praisers is where Caleb and Jabez come from. The tribe of praise. And so... Caleb was also one of the twelve spies that originally spied out the promised land. So Israel's in the wilderness at this time. And while everyone else was talking about being in the sight of the giants like grasshoppers, Caleb uh, said this, and it says, And Caleb stilled the people before Moses and said, Let us go up at once and possess it, for we are well able to overcome it in Numbers 13 and 30. And if the people would have followed Caleb, they would have possessed the promised land 38 years before they had. They'd already been in the wilderness for two after coming up from Egypt. And if they had followed Caleb, they would have gotten to the wilderness thirty or get, gotten through the wilderness and into the promised land thirty eight years. That means there was a lot of people that uh, didn't get to make it to the promised land that could have entered in. So We need to have a Caleb spirit. Are we going to be stuck in the wilderness for 38 years? Or are we going to take the land, take the promise that belongs to us because we are well able to overcome it? And here's what the Lord said about Caleb. But my servant Caleb, because he has a different spirit or another spirit in him and has followed me fully, I will bring him into the land where he went and his descendants shall inherit it. Another spirit or a different spirit. Caleb was one of the few of the old generation to come over to the promised land because he had a different spirit about him. Everyone in Caleb's generation perished in that 38 years. But because Caleb was faithful to God, and that's what his name means is faithfulness. That's what the, the name Caleb means. But because he was faithful to God, he got to see the promised land. The word in Hebrew means a different spirit. So it means unusual. It means set apart which is another word for holy, a holy spirit. Or let me say this, 
the Holy Spirit. When you have a different spirit or the Holy Spirit, you don't go with what the world or come into agreement with their bad reports. You don't accept what they accept because you're of a different spirit. You're of the Holy Spirit, which the world cannot receive. So, you don't come into alignment with what the enemy says. You don't feel like you're a grasshopper amongst um, uh, a bunch of giants, but you know in your spirit that you are well able. Caleb was a territory taker, and the Lord promised that he would get all of the inheritance. Because in Joshua 14, 6-13, Caleb himself recounts how at uh, in the wilderness that he was sent out as a spy... And he's told the people that he the the Israelites were well able, and other people dissuaded the congregation of Israel from following God. But Caleb still did so wholeheartedly. Imagine having to wait years on your promise because other people didn't believe that God was enough to cross over, to cross you over. That's pretty sad, isn't it? Moses prophesied and said, "All the land that Caleb had been on would be his and his descendants." And so in Joshua 14, verse 11, this is what Caleb said at 85 years old, mind you, 85. As yet I am strong as this day as on the day that Moses sent me, just as my strength was then, so is my strength for war, both for going out and for coming in. Now remember, this man is, this is the man that Jabez comes from. And in verse 12 he says, Now therefore give me this mountain of which the Lord spoke in that day. The mountain in question is called Hebron. And Hebron means association. And a mountain is also a higher place. This is where King David from the tribe of Judah would be publicly anointed as king. And so Caleb is going to go in and he's going to capture this mountain, kick the giants off of it where one of the most well-known kings of Israel, one of the greatest kings of Israel, would be publicly anointed after Saul. And Caleb, Jabez, and David were all from the tribe of Judah. So praise, you know, coming from a place of praise, a relationship of praise, because families are relationship, coming from a place of praise helps you Take the promised land. Take what territory is yours that the Lord has promised you. But you have to be of a different spirit like Caleb was. And I also make make this uh, point too. This is the same tribe that Jesus is from. Jesus knows how to take ground. And I think it's interesting that, that Caleb also granted his daughter a share of what he had been given. Joshua fifteen eighteen through 19 records this and it says that uh, she asked Caleb for a field and, you know, he, he said, what do you want? And she said, give me a blessing since you've given me land of the south. Give me also springs of water. And it says that he gave her the upper springs and the lower springs. And I love that because whenever you know how to wage war and lay hold to the promises that God has for you, then you know how to take the land. You know that you're of a different spirit. And also, that gives you the ability to bless your descendants. Again, you don't speak curses over them. You don't speak negative words over them. But Caleb's daughter said, give me a blessing. Speak a blessing over me. Give me something good. Don't give me something bad. 
Jesus said, you know, if if what what kind of a manner of a father would we be if we gave if our sons asked for bread and we gave them a stone, they could crack their teeth, you know. And I'll bring this up in the next podcast. But um, if they uh, if they ask for a fish, are we going to give them a serpent? You know, no. Fish will feed you. Serpents will bite and sting. So whenever you are speaking positive over your offspring and you have a different spirit in you, you will speak blessing. Not only will you speak, but you will also bring blessing to your descendants. Amen. And so the word for blessing is baraka. Blessing, prosperity, a praise of God, a gift, a present, or a treaty of peace. You bring a treaty of peace to your children whenever you're speaking good over them and you have a different spirit and you're operating in the promises that God has called you into. And an upper spring and a lower spring. Now, to the church of New Beginnings where I attend, that really means something. Um, and if you don't have a home church, we're at uh, 738 Middle Creek Road uh, in Cedar Bluff, Virginia. Service times are Sunday at 1 o'clock. And Thursdays at 7 o'clock, if you don't have a home church, or if you're even just looking for somewhere to visit, we, we welcome you to, to come out and be with us. Uh, the Lord has is really pouring His Spirit out upon us there. And we are so thankful for the presence that we feel in uh, in that in that place and as a congregation. we got some very exciting things going on. Uh, we're getting ready to send our first missionary tr uh, team out ever to Costa Rica, we've got an, an uh, evangelist team that's getting ready to hit the streets and 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 uh, share the gospel with the lost. There's a TV ministry, Fishers of Men, that's going to be on the New Beginnings uh, TV network uh, based out of Tassel, I believe. Uh, Brother Ray and Sister Teresa are going to be uh, doing that. So we just got, there's just all sorts of uh, of opportunities that are coming up and the Lord's really moving if you need saved if you need healed if you need delivered you know we want to see you there we want to show you the goodness of God amen because he is able to do all those things he is able there's some upper springs and lower springs yes yes hallelujah there's some upper springs and lower springs that you haven't come into contact with that the Lord said is yours. Because you are a daughter, and I feel like this is this is going this is leading out to a female. Because you are a daughter of God, there are some upper springs and lower springs. He's not just interested in giving you a field, but he wants to give you water to water the fields. I believe that can come in the span of provision, but I also think that could come in uh, in a blessing or healing to your soul or your body or whatever you have need of. There's some things that you haven't tapped into, but because your father knows how to take territory, he's going to send it out to you. And if this is for and if this is for a, a, a man and this is speaking to you, then so be it. This is a word of God, and you you can take this promise and run with it. But be in relationship with Him first and foremost, and operate in a different spirit. And speak better things over your life. Speak better things over your children. He has blessings that He wants to give you, and there are upper springs and lower springs that He wants you to come into. 
there's some upper springs of healing and there's some lower springs of finances there is an upper spring of greater revelation and there's a lower spring of uh of of, of divine placement in your life whatever that may look like there are some things that you are called to inherit amen inherit those take the land so here's the thing, is that Jabez had a choice. He could cause pain and come into agreement with what his mother said, or he can remember where he's from. He could remember all the things about Caleb, about how he blessed his daughter, about how Caleb was faithful in the wilderness when no when it didn't seem like hardly anyone else was. And that's what he chose to go off of. He chose to be faithful. Faithful to God, faithful to the promise. To come to the heritage of Judah, the tribe of kings, the tribe of praise, and as a descendant of the mountain taker Caleb. To give his children the opportunity to receive the upper springs and the lower springs. Your parents might not have spoken good things about you, and your spouse might not be in your fan club, but the inheritance of the saints is an heir of God and joint heir with Christ Jesus that you choose to walk in. You can overcome anything that is spoken over you negatively. The Bible says that no weapon formed against you shall prosper, and every tongue that rises up against you thou shalt condemn. You, you shall condemn. This is the heritage of the servants of the Lord, and their righteousness is of me. That's Isaiah 54 and 17. It matters the words that you let influence you. If it's not uplifting, if it doesn't bring you into a place of greater maturity, if it tears you down, if it's not the truth, if it's done with malicious intent, if it's done out of ignorance, then it's not of God. If it doesn't draw you to God, it's not the voice of the Holy Spirit. If it pushes you away from the Lord, then it's from the enemy. So let's look at this prayer real quick. Jabez called upon the God of Israel. Oh, that you would bless me indeed. Not a curse. He's asking God for good things. That's important. The Father wants to bless. Don't be afraid to ask for the blessing. We can come boldly before the throne of grace to obtain help in our time of need. Salvation is a blessing. This isn't just financial or, or anything like that. You, whenever you are healed and walk in good health, you're blessed. Whenever you are saved and going to heaven, you're blessed. Whenever you've been set free from some demonic strongholds, you are blessed. Amen. So it says, Oh, that you would bless me indeed and enlarge my coasts, or in other words, enlarge my territory. You're not meant to stay where you are. You are a spiritual descendant of God, heirs of God, and joint heirs with Christ. So you can take the land. Psalms 18 says, The Lord has been my support and has brought me out into a wide place or a broad place. You have a broad place in Him. There's a broader place. He's broadening your borders. He will enlarge your influence and give you blessing. He then prayed that your hand would be with me. Not that only that his hand would be on him, but with him, as in that he would be present with where he is. The Lord has his hands on his people, but when their hand, it, whenever his hand is with them, to me that's like saying his hands teach ours to make war, like it says in Psalms. The same war that our hands are fighting is the same war that his hands will be fighting. Then his battles are not, our battles are not our own, but they belong to him, as the scripture says. And says, and that you would keep me from evil. And this is what this means, that it may not grieve me. But what that really means in the, in, in the, uh, 
uh, in the, the original language is that I may not cause pain. To remember his name. He will cause pain. The Bible said that some have said that with death we are at covenant and with hell we are in agreement. Don't let this be you. Don't be in a covenant with death that you speak over people. Speak life. And don't be in agreement with hell. Don't come into agreement with what hell wants to bring in your life. If something bad happens, well, that's just my life. No. No, 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 no. That's wrong. If you keep confessing it, that's what you're going to keep getting. You need to learn how to fight. You need to learn how to stand up for yourself to the enemy and stand in your authority of God through Christ Jesus. So he's praying against what his mama spoke over him. I'm not going to cause pain. In fact, right now I pray in the name of Jesus, every person that is hearing this, I renounce every word curse that has been spoken over them right now in the name of Jesus. I break its power by the power and the authority of Jesus' name. I renounce every word curse that they themselves might have even spoken over themselves and their children, much less other people. That every word curse, Lord, I pray, God, that you would just apply the blood of Jesus to that and that the power of those words will be broken right now in Jesus' name. You don't have to receive every word that's coming on and coming and going because the Bible goes on to say the covenant of death has been disannulled and the agreement with hell shall not stand. Break the word curses. Amen. You don't have to sit under that. You don't have to confess that. You don't have to believe that over yourself. Because the very last thing it says, so God granted him what he requested. God sees the desire of your heart. And here's the thing. God does not answer evil prayers. God did not create that. If you let a word get in your spirit or your soul, or your flesh, it's going to follow that. But if you pray for, you know, but, but God is not in the, in the business of answering evil prayers. Every good gift and every perfect gift comes down from the Father of lights in whom there's no variableness, neither a shadow of turning. If you're praying something evil on somebody, you're not praying. You're, you're committing witchcraft. If you want the truth of it, you're, you're, you're trying to, you're trying to curse somebody. You're trying to instigate witchcraft into their life. And that includes you. You can, you can, you can engage in witchcraft over your own life just by the words that you're confessing because God doesn't answer evil prayers. So be careful what you come into alignment with. Be careful what you speak over yourself. But I'm here to encourage you that you can take the land. You can be a Jabez. You might have been named after some bad circumstances, so to speak. People might have spoke some bad things over you, but you have, you are a spiritual descendant of Caleb. You are a spiritual descendant of Jabez. You can take mountains because the next generation is depending on it. The next generation won't get their upper springs and lower springs if you don't take your mountain. Amen. So this is your opportunity to do so. And like the Holy Spirit said at the beginning of the podcast... It's not too late to change course. You can change the rudder of the ship by changing the words that you speak and renewing your mind with the word of life and change your direction. I hope this podcast has been a blessing to you. God bless you in Jesus' name. Amen.